0: This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniels Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and Kaijuagogo. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles.
1: Alright everybody, here's some food for thought. The new can of ecto-cooler is about 150 calories. That means you have to walk on a treadmill for about a half hour to, uh, to work off those calories. Now the the new Twinkie, on the other hand, is only 135 calories, so you don't have to walk quite as much if you eat the Twinkie, but you have to walk a little bit more if you drink a you know, beverage
0: Still Playing With Toys.net presents... The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. I felt great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key man? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart.
2: Yeah, I'm still kind of hacking and coughing, but like I said, uh, hot lemon tea and rum
1: hot lemon tea and rum and, and so wait so we didn't we didn't have it on we'll record the air it. let we're, me know let me know when you're recording oh i'm i'm recording now i mean all right pe- people didn't hear i mean you're you're like uh you're gold you're feeding us gold here and i didn't Cold. have the i didn't have the the board recording yet but
2: despite being on death's bed you saw me the other night i was just kind of in rough shape
1: you were you were in rough shape man people don't know that you were down here in la they're gonna hear about it later but yeah uh,
2: yeah, but I was, I, was, I would, you know, you sleep and it, you feel better. And then by the end of the day, everything's caught up to you. By the time I went home Thursday night, as much fun as Thursday night was, it nearly killed me. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And I'm still kind of recuperating. But when I got home, I, uh, I was talking to my mom. Mom, I'm home safe. And she's been looking after the little guy. And she's like, you, yeah. should, uh, you should have a hot toddy and I said what the hell is a hot toddy. So I looked it up and it's it turns out there's a million and one recipes which is great because it means I get to, to fool around with them. I didn't have lemon. So basically a hot toddy is hot water, lemon, honey and rum or brandy or hmm I forget the other one. To be honest any any rich li- liquor yeah, would probably do. Yeah, any liqueur.
1: Yeah. Wait, but there's no tea? I thought there was tea in a hot toddy or is in that In
2: mine there well yeah, there's like you can make it with chamomile. Yeah. Like, there's a million and one recipes. Huh. Since I didn't have a lemon, I made lemon tea. So I have lemon tea, uh, honey, and some Appleton Estates rum.
1: Ooh, that's the good delicious. stuff, man. That is yeah, the that good Jamaican stuff.
2: rum, that's the good stuff. And this thing is smooth. So I was trying to think of a name. So I either went with, I'm leaning, I got two options. I got the soundtrack. So Laura Branigan's uh, Hot Hot Night. So I, I might call it a Laura <laughs> Laura Branigan. But my favorite <laughs> is Hot Toddy Whalen. From, hot ghost toddy brush, from the Ghostbusters of British Columbia. I think I'm going to stick with Hot... I'm, so I'm drinking a Hot Toddy Whalen today.
1: Hot Toddy Whalen. Although I do like a Laura Brannigan's Hot Night. That, that feels like that would be on a menu somewhere somehow. I know, right? Yeah. The Laura Brannigan's Hot Night. But well, yeah. I mean, it, whatever it's doing, it's working, man. Because you sound a lot better than when I when I last saw you. Uh, yeah, so that's that's, that's
2: the lying magic of booze. <laughs> 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 that's
1: that's what liquor does, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into it. We're gonna do some news, and then we've got a, a fun interview that's coming up. So let's let's do it while the hot toddy's working.
3: Egon, Peter. I have some news from the world of Dozer. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ.
1: Chris, the, uh, the trailer for the trailer, you know, we we talked about it a lot last week, and there's been a, oh, man, a lot of widespread feedback that's been happening, um, oh, yeah, and I don't know, I don't want to call it backlash, I don't want to call it criticism, but it's, you know, it was a first glimpse of footage, and everybody's saying, well, there's no Ghostbusters, and there's no ghosts, and there's none of the stuff that I was looking forward to, it was an announcement, it was just telling us when the actual trailer is going to hit, yeah. Um I mean, it to me, it just it was a placeholder. I I loved the fact that it was like a get ready, something's coming. You know, what do you need from me? You've got Mayor Lenny saying, what do you need from me? And all of the army is amassing, and that kind of that thing was happening. To me, it worked. It worked well. But boy, other people really took it personally. Well, that's what we were waiting for. Geez, you know, it it got kind of ugly out there after we recorded our last episode.
2: Well, there's nothing about this movie that at this point doesn't fall under the category of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, which is why I think for you and me, as we head towards July, we may just have to start like chopping off bits of 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 the whole phenomena that that we're watching because it's just it stops making sense after a while. Like it's so gut personal with with people Live, which is not necessarily no
1: un, uh, uh, uninstigated i don't i mean it just sort of comes out of out of nowhere sometimes i don't know it's weird and not
2: and not and not entirely unfair everybody gets to have their opinion the trouble is this, it's the internet era so it's such a wash and people i mean humans don't deal in binary very well and uh, or they or rather they don't deal in non-binary very well so they're looking for the black and white to everything they see but at the exact same time you know, everybody's reactions, there's a lot of wild differences. So when that trailer announcement went up, huge reaction in that the number of people who saw it, and also huge reaction in the number of people who responded to it. Like, because you can click like or or dislike on YouTube. Right. The number that that did it, sizable, super sizable. But then the thing is, it turned into, um, like I said, very quickly, it got grabbed as a uh, 13k were gave it a thumbs up, and uh, 15 to 18k. I can't remember. I think it was 18k. Yeah, we're giving gave it, it a thumbs, thumbs down. down, which yeah. of course immediately gets glommed on as see. The, there's a <laughs> but the thing is, see what like see what? how many no, of, nobody how many
1: wants av- this movie apparently or no, something like that exactly. Yeah.
2: How many of that 18k clicked it because they wanted more. Like, they've been looking forward to it and didn't get what they wanted. Or they feel like they waited all this... Like I said, how many people were just upset that they waited for this and, you know, in the full trailer, they still have to wait longer? Like, that 18K is not 100% people who just aren't happy with the movie. Yeah. Some, some of them are. Some of them are people who are on the fence and didn't like what they saw in the trailer. Some of them are people who are looking forward to the movie and didn't like what they saw in the trailer, right? Like, it's just... <laughs> So well, I think it, at a certain point I gotta am personally gonna have to walk away at some point because I'm, yeah. I'm not I can't ride this this river all the way to the movie and still somehow expect to you know go in uh, and, and subjectively react to it right.
1: Well, and I don't know if it if it exponentially boosted the issue or if it just sort of drew more attention to it because anytime Star Wars does something, of course, it, it puts a huge microscopic uh, lens on it, and so you know, mere days after this trailer announcement comes out, then Star Wars Episode Eight comes out with their their announcement that they just started production, so. You know all of these major um, mainstream, you know, proper media. You know, like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. They picked up on this. Like this, this is an announcement. This isn't even a trailer for a, for a movie that's coming out. It's an announcement for a trailer of a trailer of a movie that's coming out later. That's hasn't been. You know, it it got way way too meta for them. And so I thought I would play a little bit. Wall Street Journal had this news segment that they put about the trend of announcement trailers. That I thought I would play a little bit of. So here's what Wall street journal said about ghostbusters and star wars
3: two trailers for two hugely anticipated films ghostbusters and star wars episode eight yet neither trailer is actually for the movie in question on valentine's day sony pictures entertainment published a trailer for its trailer premiere on the 3rd of march momentary shots of what purports to be the film are cut between the words who you gonna call absolutely no footage of the new Ghostbusters lineup though, which includes Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. It seems you have to wait for the trailer for that. Then on Monday, Lucasfilm released a trailer titled Star Wars Episode 8 Production Announcement. This one harks back to Episode 7, with an old Luke Skywalker, played by Mark Hamill, being offered a lightsaber by Rey, played by Daisy Ridley. Then follows a jump cut to Ryan Johnson in the director's chair. Get,
1: got beautiful. Followed
3: by the trademark John Williams soundtrack, and then back Ladies to the and set. Welcome
1: to episode
3: eight. So, as the world of movie trailers gets ever more confusing, it seems we can expect more trailers for upcoming trailers. Okay, so there's there's not much
1: there. I mean, they're basically just saying, look, there was an announcement that a trailer is coming for Ghostbusters. Then there was an announcement that Star Wars is beginning production. Um, you know, they're, they're drawing, they're drawing lines to all of the hoopla and the hype that's happening. But I, I mean, I guess what their, what their main point is that this marketing might be confusing people, you know, that people are not quite understanding. Is this a trailer? Am I supposed to get what this movie is supposed to be from this? I don't understand.
2: There's quite a few people that responded to the announcement trailer as if it was the trailer. And, yeah, I I, I think it's a fair question that it might be confusing people because there's a, I mean, they're trying everything, right? Like, it it is a huge fight to get eyeballs and get those eyeballs uh, to take along their butts to, to a movie theater. And, you know, studios are trying a little bit of everything, which means the old standard patterns that everybody got used to are kind of out the window. But it means some people get it and some people don't. Like, so in the long run, is it helping or is it, Hurting. I don't know. Sure.
1: Yeah. And I'd like to give the audience the benefit of the doubt. I would like to think that an audience that knows that Star Wars uh, Rogue One is not episode eight, it takes place before A New Hope. Uh, the, the people that are going to figure out the chronology of these Star Wars movies are smart enough to know that when it says. We're announcing that production has started on episode 8. They get that. it's. We just finished our first shot on production of, of episode 8. So I would hope that those same people are smart enough to say, oh, this is not the actual trailer. This is saying that the full trailer is coming out on 3.3. I mean, again, yes, it's it's all part of the hype machine. It's not a, a real trailer. Um, in the old days, this would have been the proper trailer. There would have never been an announcement that a trailer was coming. But... You know, there's just so much noise. There's so many people vying for your attention for the 15, 20 seconds that you're on social media that it makes a lot of sense to me. It makes a lot of sense to say, look, on 3 3, something is coming. Please watch it. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. And bye. You know? Um, so, I, I, to me, it doesn't seem confusing, but, you know, to my parents who may have seen that and thought, this is Ghostbusters? It doesn't look like Ghostbusters. I don't understand. It, it may have been yeah. confusing. So, Well,
2: the main thing that this movie has to do is to get the mainstream in. Fanboys and fangirls will figure it out because, of course, they're, you know, knee-deep in Yeah, they're in, tapped in it. into it. Yeah. The mainstream, if it's confusing the mainstream, that's where it might become a problem. And I think this, this announcement trailer was not sent out for the mainstream, who really weren't counting the days, but it was sent out for the fans, and that's may have been where it, it yeah. blew up, it 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 backfired because it was never going to please most of those people, right? Like for those of us who are giddy, we would have waited for it anyways, right? <laughs> we would have waited, yeah. And for those who weren't, it wasn't going to satisfy them. It just gave them more to bitch about. So yeah,
1: it, yeah, it's it, it sort of backfired, but at any rate, I mean. My official stance on it is, look, I thought it was a great little tease. I thought to to you and I, especially for for podcasters that are trying to put together logistics for um, stuff that we want to talk about when that trailer comes out so that we can get criticism in and we can sort of dissect it. Um, God, it, it, it's great. Cause we have a date that we can schedule around, but you know, uh, for, for everybody else, you know, it might not have been exactly what they're expecting, but you know, at any rate, what's funny is we got a lot of information out of toy fair. So this trailer comes out, doesn't even show the ghost, doesn't show the ghostbusters, but then out of toy fair, we're introduced to who we are now told are two of the main villains. Within the film now, whether or not these are what the main villains look like throughout the entire film, whether or not they are the the quote unquote main villains, there may be other uh, parties involved. But we at least have names. We've been introduced. Spoilers! 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 We we
2: should do the announcement. Start hit that button,
1: kids. Hit hit that button if you don't want to know. Um, I have a feeling, unfortunately, that this is going to be a spoiler that's unavoidable since it's part of the products that are, are coming that is out true. in May. So uh, this is going to be
2: a hard one to avoid. But it's a we'll, hard one we'll to our, avoid. We're doing our best. Honest, kids.
1: So hit, hit that 15-second skip until you, you hear us talking about uh, Proton Packs. But so, at any rate, so we have names now of two characters, Rowan and Mayhem, uh, and... Uh, at Toy Fair, literally while we were recording last week's episode, you can hear Chris and I when we hear the name of this this character released. Um, but so Rowan is the Build-A-Figure that's coming out from Mattel that also has that Funko figure that Chris and I talked about last week. But he he looks like the no ghost. He looks like the the um, kind of Casper's uncle ghost that um, uh, the Harvey comics sued for back, back in the 80s. Um, but I'm wondering if this is Neil Casey's character. I don't know if it's a motion capture thing. I don't really understand how this fits in, quite yet. But yeah, um,
2: well, the name is there for people who, who who might not. I think it was an earlier thing that we kind of avoided was Neil Casey, who Paul Feig worked with. He's an SNL writer, is that right? And he sometimes, is. Well, sometimes And was actor. in Other
1: Space. He was. He had he was the deals in, in Other Space.
2: Yeah. So he's he plays a character named Rowan. What's that question is is whether this monster ghost thing is him in his entirety, or does he start as a human and pass on and become, or is it a, uh, it's hard. Like, it's yeah. really. Is this just... a
1: fleeting moment where he just appears as this, you know, very familiar, no ghost logo looking thing? And that's. We just don't have any context. That's no. the thing, is there's no context for this whatsoever.
2: So. That's not going to stop people from
1: trying. Uh, no. And a lot of people <laughs> have tried. And that's what's. I mean. That for whatever reason, I, it's so funny to see what all of the movie blogs and things glom onto, and they really just, they they latched onto this Rowan design and ran with it, and I've seen, uh, some of the more succinct uh, criticisms I've seen are it's insufficiently original and it's nowhere near scary, and, but I'm, I, Chris, I'm thinking of, like, if you saw the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man out of context, if you didn't see the film and that, that beautiful reveal of it and how absurd and just crazy that end reveal of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is. If you saw that character from head to toe uh, five months in advance, you would feel the same way too, right? Yeah. It feels like that's a character that you have to see in the context of the film to really understand.
2: And it's a clear example of the difference between now and then because we didn't see Stay Puft until we went to the theaters. Yeah, much later. And even then it took until... Who close to a month later, because the movie came out and then Starlog started doing all of its its big coverage of it, right? So we didn't see this say puffin' pictures in magazines until, you know, the movie had been out. Now it's the movie's not even out yet and we're looking at pictures of the dolls and the Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're seeing it so far in advance and I mean and little things like mayhem, that makes sense to me now because we For those of you who are um, in spoiler territory, again, if you're if you're hitting the the skip button, keep skipping. Keep skipping. Um, But mayhem, you know that we have the band in the metal concert called the Beasts of Mayhem. The fact that there is a this now Red Devil, Jersey Devil thing that we saw in the Lego set, um, who how who now has a name, Mayhem. That makes sense (laughs) to me. He's (laughs) like he's like the uh, the Gargoyle, you know, uh, knight on Ozzy Osbourne Mountain. Yeah. Dragon that's in the background. That totally it, makes sense.
2: It was full C- CSI magic when when he got revealed because the Rowans and the 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 Ghostbuster characters uh, caught the balance of the camera, and he's such a, a like a dark colored figure, and he was behind them that he disappeared in the right uh, the, yeah but everybody's in there with their photoshop just turning it up until we saw him and it was like oh my <laughs> god it it is like a full-on gargoyle
1: yeah it's, nightmare. it's a it's a metal album cover it definitely is so you Beast know me- of my <laughs> so yeah so all right mayhem makes sense rowan i think we still need to kind of just uh, put a pin in him, and we'll come back to him after we've actually seen the movie, so that we really understand what we're looking at there. Yeah. But so, at any rate, uh, for those of you playing the home game, uh, Rowan is a build-a figure, so you have to you have to pick up the other four action figures from the Mattel series to to build that figure. That's pretty cool.
2: That's pretty cool.
1: And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see him in context, but I thought, I thought we would play a little bit of pixel Dan's walkthrough with the Mattel people. Um, Chris, because he, he got a really good interview with one of the Mattel representatives on the show floor at toy fair. And he kind of explains everything in really great detail. And he's going to talk about a proton pack that I wanted to talk to you about, Chris. So here's, here's pixel Dan's walkthrough on the Mattel floor.
4: So, after two awesome movies in the 80s, after celebrating our 30th anniversary in 2014, finally Ghostbusters is gonna be back on the big screen July 2016, we got a brand new paranormal team, we've got some cool new scary ghosts that we're gonna have as well, and a whole line that's gonna be based on the movie. So, we'll start over here with what you're looking at. These four that you see right there in front, this is our six inch line, You can see uh, modeled after all the actresses in the film, true to movie uniforms. we got a brand new proton pack also in the back that I'll be showing you a little bit later, a larger version of. And when you get all four of these ladies, if you collect all four, you actually get a -a Build-A-Figure piece with each one. You'll be able to build our new bad guy, Rowan. So he's going to be the bad guy in the movie. Now, I said I was going to show you the proton pack. We'll come over here. This is going to be the new proton pack. That kids will be able to have a lot of fun with. Straps on the back that are adjustable, depending on what size kids you are. So, while you're running around chasing ghosts, you can actually have a little more fun with this. Come here, I can open it up, and you can see I've got one of my minifigures that's right inside of there. What you can actually do, you put the minifigure in, you close it up, and you can project the minifigure onto the wall, and then you can fight the minifigure as you go after the ghosts. This is also our six-inch ghost line that you can see right here. Press a button, you actually get some lights there. And then here's some of our mini figures that we have right over here. This is a three-pack. When you get the three-pack, you get one exclusive guy. Otherwise, you get them in blind bags, so that way it's really fun to try to collect them all. That's Ghostbusters. Like I said, everything here will be on shelves in May, but the movie, go see it in July 2016. Stay up to date with Pixel Dan at Toy Fair 2016. Follow at Pixel Dan on Twitter or forward slash Mandalorian30 on YouTube.com. Thanks for tuning in to your premier source for all things toys, Pixel Dan.
1: See you again. Okay, cool. So we have to the the proton pack. This was something that we did not talk about last week in our Toy Fair wrap up because we had no idea. We had no idea this was coming. Um, I to me, awesome throwback. I had the ghost zapper that threw Slimer and Stay Puffed and the Terror Dog's face up on the wall. And you know, I I tried to. I had that in the left hand, but then I had my proton pack toy in the right hand, and I tried to. It, it didn't really work out well. Now here it's one toy for kids. We're passing that on to the next generation of them so that they can run around the parents' house you know, trapping ghosts and, and everything. I thought that's super cool. But what, what was revealed in there is the ghost, you can't, because this is a podcast, you can't see it, but he's putting a little green spud-looking onion head ghost into that proton pack. Chris, is that Slimer? Is this our first glimpse, our confirmation that Slimer is going to be in this movie?
2: Uh, unless we count the book. And unless we the, count
1: the book, which we talked about could have just been for design there's been only.
2: A, there's been a lot of, of maybe uh, confirmations. <laughs> this is a, a little confusing to me. Uh, and before I continue here, I should tell people, go to our Facebook or our Twitter and try and find, like, look up Pixel Dan and watch the video. Because hearing it is one thing. It's really great to see the video footage. He got to go along with it. And yeah. As, oh, yeah. As, as you said, you open up a canister, you put this... Uh, little tiny figure, ghost figure, in, and that somehow, fe- some something about it feeds the uh, the information to the yeah. The projector it goes into unit. the
1: barrel of the proton wand, and then whatever yeah. whatever the light element is behind that either projects it or it somehow reads that that's the ghost that's in there, and it projects that image up onto now, the wall. It's I as, don't know how that as works as
2: part of the display. It looks like the pack will probably come with one, but unless i'm confusing things it looks like they're selling three packs of little figures yeah that you can add into it and it gets pretty wild because it's not just ghosts like i think there was a there's a patty tolan i saw in one pack and more much more clearly a slimer like figure so
1: yeah and then you heard them talking about that these are also going to be blind bags so you'll be able to purchase these exactly. three packs but then you might also be able to go and get this blind box at a store and there may be something else within there. So and again, you know those cool. will
2: have those will have the rare ones. And yeah, yeah. I, the backpack doesn't fit me, but I'm out there buying them because I'm 43 <laughs> and have no self control. Yes,
1: I mean it is. It's a. It's very much a kids, um, scaled, uh, it's kids you know, it's, scaled. It's kids scaled. It's the proton pack that we had from the real Ghostbusters line and in the Kenner line and only you know, only
2: more so because it is a, a a fantastic testament to how far. Injection molded plastic Jeez, has come yeah. since, since the 80s because since the much,
1: blue mold that we had, yeah,
2: yeah, we love that. But at the time, that thing's like just a simple blue, uh not very well detailed, like a fairly simple detailed uh pack with some stickers on it. This one is like you see the grooves and the the screws and the the grill and like it's just the detail is all there. It's painted and multi multicolored and. It, what it makes me wonder is, what else then are they going to give the kids? Are the kids going to get a, a kid-sized PKE meter?
1: Oh, I hope so. I you know really what I mean? hope so. Yeah. I hope that that's included with the pack. I hope that when you go to the store and you buy Thomas that little proton pack, I hope it comes with a PKE meter, and yeah. I hope it comes with a little armband too. That you know, I'm really hoping that the next generation gets the exact same experience that we got. You know, for whatever. For whatever reason, I just, I hope that they get to replicate the experiences that we got because it was just so much fun. Absolutely. But, so, right, so at any rate, so we have a lot of Toy Fair stuff. We didn't, we talked about it last week. I don't want to just beat it to death, but there were some other things that happened there. Uh, right after we recorded, the New Jersey Ghostbusters got to escort Paul Feig around the convention floor. That was super cool. Um, the New York City Ghostbusters uh, got to hang out at the Cryptozoic booth and, you know, Cryptozoic was there showing off their trading cards and some of the art and autograph cards, which if you're following Chris on Twitter, he's been retweeting a lot of those where it's Kurt Fuller
2: and um William Atherton did one. William
1: Atherton. And I'm blanking on the cop
2: from from Ghostbusters. I know two. I should remember his name, but if you remember.
1: Shoot. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those where it's it's his name as cop and he's got the signature there. It's it's so Fo- funny. Um, the
2: phone lines are over there. So tell me <laughs> another one. Yeah. Tell like they're one. finding some some amazing. You know, faces from the movies to yeah. come put a card in. And what's killing me is, I don't know how many they make of each one, but it's not one per pack. So I'm here I am, I've already left standing orders that I want multiple boxes with my comic shop guy. <laughs> and, I, and I have to now spend the next couple of months coming to grips with the fact that I'm not going to have them I all. Know, it it is not impossible for me to have them all.
1: Yeah, I mean so and so. Okay, the autograph cards, trading
2: cards, old guys Pokemon.
1: Yeah, old guys Pokemon. Exactly. If you're not using it on your mobile app, you're actually buying the baseball cards. I gotta catch them all. I just gotta. (laughs) Um. God, what else did we not talk about last week with the the Ghostbusters Mr. Potato Heads, Chris? We didn't talk about those last week. Yes. Uh. You know, there's there's
2: that's a third party from whoever makes Mr. Potato Head, which I didn't I didn't realize, but they have some weird co-licensing then, where they get the license for the Mr. Potato Head. I guess.
1: Yeah, I but didn't they, know that either. But. They
2: spend, which makes a bit of sense, because it means then whoever makes the... Is it Mattel or somebody? I don't know who makes the... I think the it's Mr. Hasbro. I think Hasbro, it's Hasbro. So right. Kenner. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't, know, I don't know how it works, but for them it makes perfect sense. They're not taking on the risk of taking on these licenses with themselves, but they're expanding the sales of their own thing by letting somebody else pick it up and do the risk. These guys then go cut the deals and they've done lots, right? Like uh, star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Transformers. And now, uh, so we see there was a stay puffed and what was the other one? And it's a
1: Ray. It's like a Ray with the ecto goggles and a trap. And yeah. Um, I I mean, it's super cool again for, for people that collect the Mr. Potato heads. Awesome. For people like me that like those sort of niche items that are kind of quirky. It looks so funny. And, There there were, like, Russian nesting dolls, too, that they showed off. Yeah, Um,
2: those were beautiful.
1: Those were cool. But uh, to me, the thing that really stood out, Chris, and we've talked about it on the podcast, the one thing that I was really, really hoping that they would do, those retro glasses that Burger King used to have, Diamond Select is actually going to be selling those. They've got a set of four, and and they are classic Ghostbusters, so it's each one of the the classic four Uh Ghostbusters. I have to have those. I have to have those now. I need two or three sets of them. <laughs> they're they're perfect. It's exactly what I was waiting for. And I was hoping they would do them for the new, you know, GB-16. But I've, classic Ghostbusters, even better, man. I've got to have those.
2: You need at least three sets. Because if you're going to have a full 12 fancy dinner party, you'd Yeah, right?
1: exactly. I mean, right. I should have, I wish that we would have had these on our wedding registry a few years ago because then we could have asked for like four or five sets of them and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But, um, so yeah, so those were there. I mean, there's so much that came out of toy fair, so much that we haven't talked about. Um, I, I know all of you, I love everybody that listens to our show and we are 20, we're 20 minutes in what, there's that one guy, there's that That one one guy. guy. But we're 20 minutes in, Chris, and you know what? I bet everybody has been yelling at the screen or their speakers or in their car the entire time. Guys, why are you not talking about ecto-cooler? Guys, come on. Seriously, why are you not talking ecto-cooler? Well, you know what?
2: We're leaving the best to last.
1: We're waiting until now to talk about ecto-cooler because, guys, everybody, guys, girls, kids, everybody that packs their lunches for school, ecto-cooler is back kind of sort of we think
2: as tricks we we're mostly certain
1: we think so i mean okay so let's let's run down the sequence of events here chris um because i think you you were one of the first to catch on to this ebay auction or this this image that leaked out and then what where did that come from what happened from that point
2: uh one of somebody who follows me on twitter whose name's not in front of me and i apologize sir you know who you are uh, and i love you to death uh, I retweeted. He sent it to me, and I retweeted it. So it's in my log there that uh, he was the he was the guy who stumbled on it, and he sent me this eBay link. And he sent it middle of the day, like on Wednesday or something. And I didn't. I was like, oh, cool, I'll go look at it later because that's well, yeah, not how it is. And, and, I'm and the busy, auction
1: right? was very sort of innocuous. It was like when when regular ecto-cooler goes up and it's usually a very rare ecto-cooler. And it even yeah. said, an 11.5-ounce can, this citrus I, drink, is not available in stores. I had, a,
2: I had a quick look at it and I'm like, oh, cool, it's a uh, ecto-cooler can. I'll come back and look at it later because none of what we're about to talk about – Res- like hit me yet yeah i i do my thing i works over i get home late at night i turn it on and i go look at the thing and that's when it hits me i look at, it at the other pictures it for all intents and purposes looks like a test print it's an aluminum can but it doesn't have the pull top uh right. top in place yet it has and it's filled. not
1: full color either right it kind of looks a little it's spot color to me it's,
2: yeah. it's well it's well all cans are printed like um like certain, you know, papers are. It's it's you don't they don't do full color really. You can do full color, but most often it's a spot color thing because they have a, a, a style and a design. And that's for example, if you look at the top, because the top hasn't been crimped in with the the the, the lid that goes on a, a pull tab can, it has the little color test swatches and all that. And then I go looking at the other pictures. It's got that modern the calorie marker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it had the more modern. Uh, Uh, nutritional information. It had at the top Ghostbusters only in theaters at the top. Yeah, it has that
1: that wrap around the can, Uh like the
2: lid of the can that says only in theaters. Yeah. And then then the last thing was it was printed there, copyright 2016 Coca-Cola Corporation. This instantly then links back to what we talked about a few months ago in that Coke renewed their copyright for Ecto Cooler. Okay, so step then. I'm excited. I send it around. I send it to two people. I send it to Di- uh, Dinosaur Dracula. Everybody right. follow him in his We're site.
1: We're going to come back to him because he also just tweeted out a photo, but we'll talk about that separately.
2: He's uh, he's uh, possibly, I think it's fair to call him the, one of the first internet advocates for Ecto Cooler. He ran a big feature several years ago on his site. About Ecto Cooler, and he got his hands on it, and he just he went searching. Like he found it, like one of the last hurrahs when it was in stores. He managed to get his hands on it. Uh, it dissected it to heck. He, I know he who's a big fan, so I sent it to him, and I sent it to Resurrect Ecto Cooler. They're the guys that had dug up Coca Cola's copyright renewal. Well, they start tweeting it around, and then it grows. the The Resurrect Ecto Cooler guys. Someone in quotes leaks him a unprinted tetra pack a juice box with the 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 dot matrix uh um production line text saying uh ecto cooler and then the best for date of september 16th 2016
1: right and those tetra packs those are the things that they put into the the soda fountains right it's one of those like that
2: container what is that no a, a juice box you know a juice boxes so it's just a a regular juice box like a small okay that is a copyright. the guy who made it is an absolute genius he he invented a bazillion and one other things and his number one thing was uh shipping is too wasteful that's why he created this box that you could put liquids in but is square and you could stack them up because it doesn't waste space and he oh, patented it and made a bazillion dollars in That's where the juice box... Okay, got that's it. Ju- All right. Because tetra- in the photo, pack-
1: it looks like one of those things that they would hook up to the to the soda fountains, you know, that they would add the carbonated water Which to. Which it that, may that well be.
2: But that's just an extension of, of his patented packaging technology. Ah. In this case, it's the, it's got the little hole in it that you put the straw in. You can even see in one of the photos at the top, it's, it's unprinted, but it's still got the little bendy straw in its little sleeve glued to the <laughs> top. So that... Back to back, I think Coke hasn't said anything, but I think you know it's pretty. We can bet, pretty strong bet, right here and now. something's coming, podcast bet, it's coming.
1: Yeah. And, well, you know, what's funny is all of the, again, talking, going back to when we uh, talked about that trailer announcement, all of the movie blogs picked up on it, but some of them said, Ecto Cooler is officially back. We have confirmed that they are, but it was the same photos and everything that we were just talking about went around. didn't confirm anything. It's not
2: confirmed.
1: There's no press release. There's no release date uh, tagged to it, but...
2: However, mm -hmm. Troy... Yes, sir? Since you're the brain that puts a lot of our show notes together early... And you're a couple of days behind. Did you catch today's news? I I did not. I did not. Well, Troy, let me add one more piece to the Ecto Cooler. The thing at the top that says Ghostbusters only in theaters. I've seen it somewhere else. Would you like to know where I saw it?
1: Oh, is this on the other Dinosaur Dracula thing that I was alluding to? Yes.
2: Yes. Then I will hand off to you. What did we see it on?
1: Well, so Dinosaur Dracula, our our good friend who Chris mentioned you should be uh, following as well, tweeted out a picture of... Twinkies,
2: yes.
1: (laughs) Ghostbusters themed Twinkies with with uh, key lime slime, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) filling. So it's not the usual cream filling; it's key lime slime. So that it's it's green. It's
2: the straight up usual golden sponge cake Twinkie, Uh, a little twist but it's got this key lime filling instead of the the straight-up uh, fluff that it's got. Uh, comes in a special box, and it's for a limited time. They're calling it, like, a limited edition or limited time only or something like that. So this is... Yeah, when you see it, Ecto Cooler is probably going to stick around for a while. Coke is pro- if they're doing all this, they're going to get their run out of it for the better part of the year, if but those not. Beyond. Twinkies,
1: those are probably limited. I would oh, imagine. I mean, yes. Thank goodness Hostess was able to you know be resurrected just in time for the pr- promotional <laughs> effort of Ghostbusters 2016. It sounds like. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that to me that's if you if you can sit there and you can eat a Twinkie and you can uh, drink your Ecto Cooler. And, man, that's that's the dream right there. I mean, if again, for all of the naysayers of the new movie, look what you've gotten. You've gotten Ecto Cooler back, in theory, and you've gotten Twinkies that are Ghostbusters themed. Be happy. Please, just be happy. There are cool things <laughs> happening here. What more do you want, people? Well,
2: like that cartoon says, shh, just let people enjoy things.
1: <laughs> just let people enjoy just things. Just let people enjoy
2: things. The only thing, though, that, that, that gets me is that It's kind of understandable that Coke hasn't put Slimer back on it because that's a licensing thing that they decided they probably didn't need to bother with. They just had to make an arrangement with Sony to slap Ghostbusters on it. Problem solved. So we were never going to get our Tetra Packs with the different Slimers. No, unfortunately not. But But, I mean, I
1: get it. It's it's tough. It's a a legal issue. It's okay.
2: But Um, here you go, Twinkie. If you're going to put out these limited edition ones, I think you should make an even smaller run. Uh, I don't know. Put them out on Amazon Prime, like the 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 Coke, uh, the Pepsi uh, futures or whatever they were there. Uh, I think you still need to follow our advice and make an an oversized Twinkie in its Ghostbusters <laughs> in theaters now. Special limited edition box with the text. That's a big Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. Double, triple size minimum. Maybe four sizes.
1: Yeah, triple XL Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay?
3: Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance
4: mediums, the Loch Ness monster, and the theory of Atlantis?
2: What are you supposed to do, some kind of a cosmonaut? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. I'm a scientist.
1: Chris, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to the, the newly engaged couple, Craig and Abigail, who got, per- <laughs> they, they got uh, engaged in a very uh, public forum and thanks to somebody that is very near and dear to our hearts. So I thought we would talk to them a little bit and then you and I will come back and, and wrap things up. So ladies and gentlemen, Craig and Abigail.
5: Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Congratulations to you both. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you
1: uh... you have won the internet uh... and it, you know there was a trailer that came out on sunday there was a whole bunch of stuff that came out you guys won i just have to tell you you guys won the internet on sunday so
0: oh, man. well Thanks. done
1: My, a tip of the cap to you both thank you so much
5: but so a lot of competition
1: so for people that haven't seen um... uh... craig you proposed to abigail in probably the coolest way uh... that all of us are now jealous we all wish we would have done it we all wish we would have thought of this to to, it was all perfectly timed and perfectly choreographed and man uh, good job to you as well Thank uh, you. I worked on my choreography. <laughs> you did. You, you practiced. You no, rehearsed.
6: that I don't know what that dance was. Thank you
1: very much. <laughs> well, let's let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's let's talk a little bit about the two of you. Where where did your relationship start? Were you guys? Did you meet in the Georgia Ghostbusters? For people that don't know, uh, you're both members of the Georgia Ghostbusters, right?
5: Right, yes. right. We've uh, we've been with those guys for probably three or four years yeah, now. Three plus yeah. And
1: so, is that where you both met each other?
5: Go, no, it is no. not.
6: We go way back. Oh. We go,
5: uh, let's try not to make it long and boring. We, I was in a band for a long time.
6: And I was a fan of his band.
5: <laughs> nice. And uh, so, yeah, she was a fan. Uh, then we kind of knew each other then. Uh, lost touch for a couple years. Ended up reconnecting uh, through...
6: I saw him at a bar. He was on a date with another girl. I gave him my number. And then we went out like a week later.
1: Yeah.
5: Wow. So That's
1: guts, man. Well done. It was, it well was done.
5: a bold move. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. But that, that was already seven years ago. So we've been together a long time. Wow. Exactly. All
1: right. Well, so th- this actually validates my follow-up question then. So at what point did you break to each other that you dress up like Ghostbusters? Who was the first to do it? <laughs> and And what was their reaction to it? How did that happen?
5: So... It's actually kind of funny because when we, so I'm a lifelong Ghostbusters fan, um, and Abby was, you know, familiar with it and had seen it, obviously, uh, growing up, but she wasn't, uh, even at that time, I wasn't, like, a fanatic. I wasn't dressing up or doing any of the costuming. or. We
6: dove in together.
5: Convention going, yeah. So it was right around the same time when we started dating. Uh, We started kind of going to Dragon Con every year, and it's just like, you see people with proton packs, and you go, wait a minute. I didn't even know you could have a proton pack. I is want one.
6: <laughs> we both need them.
5: Uh, so it just kind of evolved from there. Uh, and probably within a couple of years, we, we were going uh, pretty hardcore at uh, trying to live out those childhood fantasies.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool. Okay, so you guys both kind of uh, jumped into it together. Um, what So... Who was first to design suits? Who was first to build packs? Did you guys kind of do it together? Did you build one? Did you build two at the same time? Was it kind of a cool group project for the both of you to work on?
6: Um well, we were both into costuming because we'd been uh, going to Dragon Con for a couple years at that point. Craig had like an early flight suit, like a Rothko or something.
5: Yeah, and I had it you could it was an inaccurate flight <laughs> suit. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> you you it, can call it, it early, but it was color inaccurate. Was a little off.
6: It was an early model. Yeah, we all start um,
1: there.
5: That's okay. Yeah, there's you no there's start. nothing wrong with that.
6: Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, so I was doing I had done a few costumes that weren't Ghostbusters related at that point. Um, my first uh, jump in was the uh, Fright Features Janine and uh, we worked on that together and building that the ghost grabber etc was like a really fun project for the two of us and that was like a really big time in my life and uh, it was really special.
5: So. Yeah, yeah, and then from there it I had, like I built a slime blower, and I worked on it all summer like four or five years ago. And at the end of it, I was not that happy with it, and I was like, I'm just gonna have to break down and and really teach. I'm not a builder by nature. It's just like yeah. me and power tools doesn't uh, really go together. But uh, yeah, so then we decided that we were gonna do packs. So we've we've built two packs. Uh, team effort. Yeah. Um, late but nights late nights but also fun. all the guys in the Georgia Ghostbusters are they're just they're super helpful and they're like prop masters and those guys are are all about it so uh, having them in our backyard is a a, a benefit I would definitely Absolutely. say Absolutely
1: well, that's cool. That's cool. And and Craig, you and I were talking before we started recording. Haha, <laughs> the magic of podcasting. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you've you've been around for a long time. You were on the original Ghostbusters HQ boards and, and have been visiting and lurking. And so how did it feel to actually finally have a suit and a pack? And when you tried it all on, uh, wh- what was going through your head? How did you feel at that point?
5: So I think most Ghostbusters fans who dress up probably go through the same thing. Uh it's kind of emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 really interesting because when you're a kid and when we were when we were kids, like you, you would you would see the stuff on screen and whatever costumes you had that were like store bought or the stuff that uh Kenner put out, it, you know, obviously it was not like what you see in the movies. So that first time you put on uh a khaki flight suit in just a pair of boots, you it it's awesome. It feels good. It's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's
1: kind of surreal, right? Like you see that pack sitting over there, and you go, "Wait, I I have one of those now. This is crazy."
5: It's functional. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's weird too because after you kind of have it for a while, um, you it's like anything else. You you kind of get used to it. So there's a proton pack sitting in the corner. It's everyday decor. Um, but then like uh, if I go to work on Halloween and I have my pack on, and it's like the reaction is insane. Like you kind of forget. Um, right. So, but yeah, it's uh love dressing up as a ghostbuster. It's my favorite sport.
6: yeah, we'll find reasons <laughs> to do it a hundred percent any reason
1: I love it, I love it. I love the dedication too, so um all right, Craig, we're up uh, Abby, I'm sorry, we're going to talk about you like you're not here for a second. It's I cool. apologize
6: no, N-A-D. um.
1: Craig, where did the where did the proposal start? How where did you come up with the idea? And then how did you reach out to? Did you reach out to Ghost Corps first? Did you reach out to Paul Feig first? What what were the series of events that you started to formulate this proposal?
5: Uh, okay, cool. So I had meant to propose to Abby for like the last several years. Uh, <laughs> uh it was on the docket, and uh, some time ago I decided that. February 14th, 2016 seemed like the ideal day to do it, uh, for two reasons. One, obviously, uh, Ghostbusters 2, the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are not Valentine's Day people. I don't think we've ever done anything for Valentine's uh, that's Day. That's interesting. So, All right. Yeah, I, I thought it would be kind of like ironic and, uh, kind of, uh, just kind of a cool, cool way to do it. So, um, bought a ring a couple months ago, started kind of trying, uh, coming up with something that wasn't cheesy, something that would be memorable, possibly Ghostbusters related. Um, so my first thought was, okay, Paul Feig's been super interactive uh, with the fans. He's always on Twitter liking tweets and retweeting tweets and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, maybe I can get Paul Feig to do a video message. Uh, so I tweeted him and I was like, hey, Paul, i uh, going to propose to my girlfriend, wondering if you could help. I'm going to delete this tweet in like five minutes. Uh, (laughs) This message
1: will self-destruct. Basically it was
5: one of those deals. And I did that like two or three times. And then I was like, he's either not seeing them or thinks I'm a complete psychopath. So I'm just going to stop. Um, but keep sending him other tweets <laughs> yeah. about other
6: things. Yeah, I tweet
1: him about All other stuff. stuff.
6: Man, so do uh, I.
5: <laughs> pay attention to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look look, at,
1: look me, at me, Paul.
6: Look at me, Paul. Dad,
5: Dad, Dad, over here. Dad, Dad, Dad. Look. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, what happened there. So I abandoned that plan. And then I was kind of like, man, maybe I could reach out to Ernie Hudson uh, or somebody somebody Ghostbusters related. And then I was like, I don't want to bother anybody. Nobody cares. I care, but other people probably don't care. So what I did was um, – so Ghost Corps had recently uh, reached out to all the fan franchises – Uh, to kind of uh, collect information on who was in the franchise and get a phone number and an email address uh, for, I guess, event planning and other stuff that's going to be going on. Um, And I had seen other people kind of interacting with them online. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send them a message on Facebook and see what happens. Um, And I didn't ask for anything specifically. It was, to sum it up, I said, hey, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. My girlfriend's a huge Ghostbusters fan. Here's a link to our page's. I'm going to propose to her on Valentine's Day, end of the world. Maybe some of the guys in the office uh, could record like a video congratulations, just something. Yeah. Because um, I thought that'd be kind of cool and kind of sweet. And uh, I didn't hear anything. A couple days went by and I was just kind of like, well, on to the next thing. Uh, and then I was driving home from work. Facebook message popped up on my phone and it was, hi, Craig, congratulations. Ivan Reitman has agreed to record a video proposal. We'll get back to you within <laughs> what? a week.
1: That's crazy. Um what?
5: so I kind of did a double take and that was like literally the last thing in the world I was expecting. Um because when I was thinking of like Ghostbusters related people to help me out, for I didn't think Ivan Reitman would be like that's not even an option. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: You don't even think to ask him, right? Yeah. Yeah.
5: And like how do you reach him? Like it's it just, it was a, so it was kind of a funny thing. So I was really hmm. excited. Um, so I told some friends, everybody laughed, everybody thought it was great. Everyone knew Abby would get a kick out of it. Um, and, but I didn't hear from them like for a week. Uh, so it was the Friday that they were supposed to get me the, the message by, but I still had kind of a week buffer. So it was a week before Valentine's day and, uh, I get a message from them on Facebook, uh, that says, hey, Craig, we have a really cool idea. Can we call you? So, <laughs> uh, Okay, yeah, uh, sure. So yes. I'm like, I message him back. I'm like, no, I'm busy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I call I call some friends. I'm like, hey, Ghostbusters is calling me soon. They're, they're going to call me. The Ghostbusters are. And I've your been friends waiting. are like,
1: sure, sure, whatever. Craig. Right, yeah, right. yeah, no big deal. Um,
5: so, yeah, I gave, I gave them my number and it's um, uh, a guy named Eric who works there uh, with Ivan Reitman. And so they call and now I go from long day at work in my car, stressed out about getting this video to now I'm on a conference call with Eric from uh, Ghost Corp and Amy Conley, who is the international vice president of digital marketing at Sony Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, <laughs> What
1: have I stumbled into? Yeah. yeah.
5: Um, so to kind of sum it all up, uh, there was going to be another component to the uh, engagement. They were going to fly Abby and I to New York um, to do this uh, engagement live on TV on either Access Hollywood or the Today Show. Wow. Um, So Mm -hmm. this was all then. They were going to pay for us to fly up there. They were going to pay for a hotel. I was going to basically lie to Abby and say we were picked for some...
6: You did lie to me. I
5: did lie to you.
1: (laughs) Several
6: times. A lot of lies. A lot of lies. This is great
1: because
5: I want Abby's side of the entire story
1: after this, Craig. So yes, keep going. Copy.
5: So that unfortunately ended up falling through. Uh, The winter storm kind of came to New York uh, over the the weekend there. Um, So... It didn't come to fruition, so we basically backed off that plan and they sent me the Ivan Reitman video. Um, and once I got it, I threw it together, put some music into it, edited it all together. And uh the funniest part about this was my and this is what Amy from Sony, she's like, So what is your plan? And of course, me like I'm excited about the engagement, but let's face it, I'm more excited about the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, not more excited, but equally excited. She's like, so what's your plan? So this is a uh, couple days before Valentine's Day, and I'm so this is what I say. I go, well, my original plan was to tag the video uh, engagement from Ivan uh, to the end of the new Ghostbusters trailer, but that trailer's not out yet. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, it was just kind of silence, and she goes, oh, okay, well just let us know what your plan is. (laughs) So I couldn't, I didn't get any additional information. Um, but, uh, so yeah, they ended up dropping, uh, the teaser on Sunday, uh, which I was kind of, uh, expecting that from stuff that we had heard, but I ended up kind, uh, trying to, uh, do something separate from that. But what I did was to trick Abby into getting into her uniform and sitting on the couch and watching this video. Um, I told her that because New York was canceled, they were trying some other promotional stuff and that we were going to see an advanced copy of the teaser trailer um, and that we had to record reaction videos for marketing purposes. And she kind of bought it. Uh, without any questions, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> kind about it. All right. So, so
1: Abby, we need your side of this story now. So is he telling you, Hey, pack a bag. We might be going to New York. I uh, can't tell you why, but, um, what, what is he telling you this entire time? How is he spinning the story?
6: He was basically spinning it like, hey, I don't have all the information. It's Sony. So we're just going to go with the flow on this. They want Ghostbusters out there. They want us to represent the Georgia franchise. Um, He said something about how he'd been in contact with them before uh, about, like, Dragon Con, PKE surge planning. Um, So he was like, yeah, I've been in touch. This was an ongoing thing. But this was out of the blue. uh, So we're going to New York. And so I took off work. I went out, I accessorized my Egon Spangler uniform. I got all these winter wear things, Under Armour, sunglasses. I was all set up, and I was super pumped about this trip. Um, and then it was canceled, and I was extremely oh, bummed. Oh, man. And I, I legitimately remember getting upset with Craig. I was like, why are you not more upset about this trip being canceled? Because I am, like, so crushed. And he's like, no, I can't explain, but, like, there's, I just can't tell you, but I'm not bummed. Like, just don't be bummed. It's gonna be okay. And was I anything remember,
1: suspicious at that point when he's saying, "I can't tell you why I'm not bummed"?
6: I mean, yeah, I mean, like a little suspicious, but also, uh, Craig is an optimist, like, and that's one of the reasons I like him. So I was like, eh, maybe he's just like super pumped about something else in our life that's gonna happen or maybe maybe they'll bring us back first he kind of was saying that like they're gonna do a rain check like maybe they'll fly us out for something else don't worry there will be something down the road to look forward to um but i was still upset and super bummed so yeah when he told me um let's see that was sunday uh on valentine's day he gave me like a fake out like a little like a card and uh like a like a little Nerf gun, some candy. Um, And the card (laughs) said that I was going to uh, need to put on my uniform at some point. So I knew that that was coming on Sunday. Um, I didn't know what for. So I was stressed. Um, I got ready and I came out and sat down on the couch. And that's when Craig told me, he was like, all right, this is going to be um, an advanced screening of the trailer. So... I got really excited. i uh, also really nervous cause I was like, oh no, they're gonna use this for like promotional stuff. I'm gonna be on commercials. And so, you know, I was You've gotta little, sell
1: it. You really gotta freak out. I you know, gotta, I was like,
6: yeah. I gotta go fix my hair really <laughs> quick. Um, it was great though. Okay, so yeah, I was sitting there in uniform. Um, and yeah, so when you see in the video, when I put my hand up to my heart and I saw Ivan Reitman on there, I was like, I was still thinking this was like, oh, oh, he's just going to introduce the trailer. Like, he does this for all the other Ghostbusters who are watching this across the country, just like me, because I had bought the whole story. Um, But then when he said Ghostbuster, Craig, I was like oh no way and then when you said abigail i that's when i lost it and you see my face just like melt in a puddle like into the slimer uh stuff uh thing that i have it was like it was ridiculous i i'm probably gonna get choked up thinking about it Aww. that was like the Aww. most special like amazing moment of my entire life um ivan reitman was in our living room and it was one of the most special things that has ever happened to me um but yeah that reaction was like 100 percent genuine um yeah I knew something fishy was going on it was like a little weird there were some you know like you know red herrings or whatever but like uh, when I saw the video yeah it was just it was like yeah you guys saw what I <laughs> what I did everyone heard everyone yeah. saw me dance
1: so I feel like the 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 most suspicious thing to me would be all right we have an advanced copy of the trailer C- Craig you're not gonna watch this why are you standing off to the side yeah. with a
5: camera it's have you already yeah. watched this uh-huh. I are know. you holding out dude D- like- I know Well, actually, so what I told her, I actually kind of thought about that because I tried to go through like possible things in my head that she would be suspicious about. So what I told her was um, if you watch the video, you see that it starts off with her saying her name and what franchise she's with. So I right before we started, I was like, look. They want us to do this separately. It has something to do with mm. editing. Is what I told her. I was like, "It <laughs> <You> just know <laughs> editing, you know, because you know editing how it's that. It's all post production.
1: <laughs> it's something I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah.
5: Um. <laughs> so, and then I kind of walked away, and then, uh, she was kind of transfixed. So I don't even know if you notice I was recording behind no. you because we have another video with the other angle.
3: Yeah. Um.
5: So it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Right. That's uh. I mean, if.
1: If you would not have been lying to her for good reason, but if you would have had an advanced copy of the trailer and you would have let her see it first, that's chivalry there too. Like, I want you yeah. to be the first one to see it. Right. I want you to have the genuine reaction, and then you know, I'll, I'll make something up when I watch it for a second time. Yeah, that that's super nice. Well, right. well done. Um, right. So what? The, okay, so the video goes up. I mean, it was the same day. It was within a couple hours, right? You cut this together and then put it up online. Uh, what what was the reaction to to people seeing this? You know, you've got Ivan Reitman helping you with the proposal. You have you have the great freak out, the the, the uh, amazing uh, acceptance. Uh, you forgot to get down on your knee and actually give her the ring, which I love. That was such a it that's might like have been wrong living hand in the moment. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I mean, again, it's it's all happening. It's such a blur. It goes by so fast. Um, but true. so what's what's the reaction? Because I watched this thing. It it was the definition of a viral video. It, oh my God, that's so funny. It popped up and then that person shared it and then that person shared it and they tell two friends and they two tell, tell two friends and so on and so on. Mm. What, what was the response that you guys immediately got to this?
5: Um, so it was kind of interesting because I feel like most people don't get engaged and immediately start like getting an iMovie and like editing things together. <laughs> um, it's not but
6: traditional, no.
5: because I knew that Sony was going to share it, um, They wanted pictures and video. Actually, uh, Amy from Sony offered to send a professional photographer to us in Atlanta. Oh, wow. um, To take pictures. And I ended up passing on that because I was just like, that's just going to make it even more weird and stressful. I Can you like, explain
6: that? That's like, fishy. To me. Yeah,
5: that's <laughs> yeah, when it like, gets suspicious. Hey, this
6: is Stan. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be in our living room for a little while.
5: <laughs> yeah. You know how we always never have professional photographers come over on Sundays? <laughs> um, so yeah, so we had passed on that, but I knew Sony wanted to get pictures uh, and possibly video, so I wanted to get it out there. Um, so we, I, <laughs> I initially put it... As a Facebook video, not a YouTube video, um, and I ended up also locking myself out of my Facebook <laughs> account the best. for 24 hours because oh, I didn't no. know my password. Um, oh no! So out of all the days to not have access to social media, uh, but that's a that's whole not other fair. story. It was like
6: a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> so yeah, we put it up, and the reaction was amazing. And as far as the internet goes, it was a pretty positive, like. There wasn't a whole lot of cynicism, well, especially from, like, people that we know or people in the Ghostbusters uh, community. Um, People were really receptive. The funny thing is majority of the people, I think, really enjoyed it because of Abby's reaction and not necessarily because Ivan Reitman was in the video. In fact... I think I've only had, like, two or three people ask me, like, hey, how did you get Ivan Reitman in the video? Where
6: a lot of people responded to our Point Break poster, too.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I saw that on
1: the Ghostbusters
5: Facebook. Yeah, right, right. Po- sweet
1: Point Break poster, yeah. bro.
6: Big uh, reaction
1: to that.
5: So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we put up put up the video, um, and I kind of edited it together with, like, a picture-in-picture uh, to get the reaction. And, yeah, the response was, like, overwhelmingly...
6: Positive. Uh, positive
5: and just... Ton- Congratulatory. Yeah, tons of people sending us messages. Um, our parents...
6: My mom accepted my friend
5: request of, like, five years <laughs> on wow. Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's a like big, big move. It's big stuff. You know, she never gets on. Literally, so. our parents found out from that video, because we didn't call or tell anybody.
6: You know what? Paul Fee congratulated us before my parents even knew. That is oh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's something.
5: Um, yeah, so he... Because he, um, I tweeted about it, and he uh, sent us a nice message, uh, or tweeted a nice message to us, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then a couple hours later is when the pictures went on the official Ghostbusters Facebook and, uh,
6: that's when the fun began. That's when
5: the fun began, because that comment thread is
1: Priceless. amazing.
6: Priceless. It's so funny.
1: What? So, yeah, tell wow. me about that. What What are the the wide variety of responses? Of course, you've got your, your trolls uh, yeah, jumping yeah. in, but w- what else have you guys been getting in that comment thread?
5: So, so it's a combination of uh, really nice people saying, oh, that's awesome, congratulations. And then there's people uh, just making... People uh, want
6: to make jokes, jokes like guy. inappropriate jokes. Yeah, about slime, about slimer, and busting, but, yeah, and all that stuff.
5: Uh, and uh, and then there's the anti reboot movement. Yeah,
6: just because, because they can.
5: Um, we just got to
1: speak it now. I mean, I know it has nothing to do know, with this post, but I know
6: it's your engagement. But like, I think it's a really good platform for me to talk about this. <laughs> um,
5: the the there's tons of comments. The one that made me laugh, and this is terrible because it's just so ridiculous. It's somebody goes, oh no. A female Ghostbuster, quick, burn it with fire, and I'm just like, come on, man. It uh, yeah. has to be sarcastic, right? I mean, that I, that has I to be somebody so. making
1: fun of the people that make. Fu- it just gets too meta at that point. Yeah, but yeah, it, come exactly. on. Exactly.
5: It's like if I sat there and tried to analyze every comment, I'd probably end up in therapy right, right, by the end right. of the week. Just <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and then uh, we posted up the video on YouTube, and a lot of people started sharing it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really fun and it's positive And I think anything positive coming from the Ghostbusters community is a big plus, uh, right mm-hmm. now. Um, because. Amen, sister. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, more, it was, it was a super special moment for us and, and we were happy to share it with everybody. Um, my stepmom called me, she's like, can you do anything normal? Like, you, <laughs> Yeah, it's do, cause true. Cause I. No. Yeah, that's no, why. I that's can't. why you love me, right? Yeah, I don't do yeah. anything normal. Come on. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, the reaction was really cool. And then um, I got a message, uh, kind of a congratulations email from the people at Sony and uh, one of their social media guys. And then Eric, also at uh, Ghost Core, the next day, uh, sent a congratulations over. And then they posted the YouTube video on, on their Facebook page too.
1: That's awesome. That's I mean I love the fact that they were so involved. That it was their their outreach idea too. I mean you kind of reached out to them first, but they said, "Look, we're going to offer up Ivan Reitman." I think that's that's super cool of them. I mean that that shows that they care. They're trying to reach out to the fans. They want to be involved. And man, that, that just everything so damn heartwarming. You mm-hmm. guys get engaged. It's awesome. Uh, the the studios involved. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, man. Well, I, I have to ask you the question. I'm sure it's on everybody's minds. Ghostbusters themed wedding? Is it going to uh, happen?
6: Oh, we're talking Gozer dress. I have been planning Whoa. that thing. Yeah, it's going to be a halter top with a mermaid bottom. I've got like the hair piece with the bubbles designed. I just have to find someone to sew it. Uh, Yeah, we're we're very serious. I want 100%. Like we have to top it, yeah. right?
5: I, I, I think we have to top it. So I've been kind of going through this in my head like, the ultimate Ghostbusters-themed wedding uh, would be amazing, but probably pretty expensive. Um, so it'll either be that, or maybe we'll, like... I've been floating the idea of, like, doing a pop-up wedding at one of the filming locations. Oh, yeah. Or uh, possibly just crashing the premiere Ooh, with, like, a hundred of our yeah, friends. getting <laughs> married there. In, g- Surprise. Um, and then... I don't know. Maybe I'll just reach out back to Sony and like, hey, since New York uh, didn't pan out, maybe we should just get married on Ellen when Kristen Wiig's on or something. Uh, like, like, or, something. <laughs> or something. Or like, something. Or something. Kate McKinnon. I mean, really, if I can help promote uh, Ghostbusters 2016, I will I will do it because, um, well, as excited as I am about that and as excited as I am about getting engaged, uh, I think Abby uh it's
6: like maybe more excited maybe more excited
5: about both uh well
6: both prospects yes 100%. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, excited
5: but uh yeah so i think a ghostbusters wedding would be incredible I- at least something ghostbusters related uh i think abby mentioned wanting to walk down the aisle to dana's theme
6: oh a hun- yeah yeah absolutely i listened to that today and cried so Aww. guys i'm a sap
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah true. see that's that's where you reach back out to amy and you said remember when you offered me a professional photographer from <laughs> um, los yeah. angeles why well, you know i'm gonna go out to new york we're gonna get married in central park or or mm. at 55 central park west uh, yeah. or something <laughs> um just make sure they're there at 8 a.m sharp make sure that they're wearing a tux and we're good fantastic. It, will, it will be absolutely All fantastic set up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, so I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you guys because I've really been enjoying it. Tell everybody out there about yes, have some, what is this new venture? What are you guys doing with this, this new show?
5: Uh, cool. So yeah, we, we wanted to launch a podcast, uh, a while ago and it's just one of those things where, you you know, it's a lot of time, a lot of effort. And we finally just kind of broke down and said, we have to do this. Mm -hmm. So we started a podcast. Uh, we're only two episodes in, but we, uh, we're going strong. It's called Yes, Have Some. It's uh,
0: us,
6: our buddy Jake.
5: Yeah, our buddy Jacob Walsh from the uh, Georgia Ghostbusters. It's the three of us. Uh, yeshavesomecast.com uh, is where you can check it out uh, or just search Yes, Have Some podcast on iTunes. Um, it's not an exclusive Ghostbusters podcast. We're going to try to cover a wide variety of uh, pop culture and geeky and nerdy things. Um but having said that, our first two episodes been have super been GP completely, heavy. completely right? It's mostly it's all <laughs> Ghostbusters, yeah. Um, There's a lot to talk about, yeah. It's true. There was just so much this week with the trailer and then our stuff and then uh, Toy Fair. Um, so yeah, if you're a Ghostbusters fan or- Toy collector. A, a toy collector or if you like Jurassic Park or Jaws or E.T. Basically, we're going to be talking a lot of Spielberg stuff, um, a lot of Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, yeah, check it out.
1: Yeah, yes, have some. That's the the name of the podcast, and yes, you should have some of it. So go check it out. Uh, Craig, Abby, I I love talking to you guys. Hopefully you can come back on the podcast. We can talk more about trailers and when the movie Mm -hmm. comes out and Mm – Uh, I'd love to have you guys on the show a lot more in the future if you're cool with that. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. We really appreciate it. Yes. Totally.
1: I love it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, congratulations again from all of us, from Chris, myself, from everybody that's listening. Uh, Best of luck in the marriage. Best in luck in life. And yeah, man, you guys are living the dream. Well done.
6: Thank you.
2: Thanks. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals.
6: Ghostbusters. I'm sorry,
0: we'll do it again.
2: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do. And Twitter accounts. Is dead. Uh, no
3: kidding. Just give me the address.
2: Search Facebook for... It's the Ghostbusters. Interdimensional roster. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger.
1: So happy for Craig and Abigail. Man, it was really good to talk to them. They are just two super cool people. Um, you will probably be hearing from them a lot on the cross trip, because as you hear in that interview, Man, they're they they have great radio voices. They're just so personable. They're so excited about everything, and uh, I, I, Ghostbusters ties into their lives now at a point where you know the most memorable moments of your lives are now tied to something that we all hold near and dear to our hearts. So I thought that was cool. But Chris, you didn't have the opportunity to join us on that interview, unfortunately. So I thought I would throw to you to do a little final thoughts and and talk about you know the. engagement and ecto cooler and twinkies and toy fair there's a lot to talk about as always and i'm gonna put you on the spot like i always do so here you go chris your final thoughts
2: my final thoughts are simple congrats to abby and what's his name no (laughs) craig craig and abigail um oh god those comments super super special for them uh yeah and that actually was my real thought on this i think when they the video went out um, another small final thought is I think it's awesome that Ivan Reitman is slowly being turned into this godfather of Ghostbusters Who's being? I'm, we're going to see more of him I bet you dollars to sure. donuts. We're gonna oh, see yeah, lots absolutely. more of him um, but think about how kind of cool and how special that is and then they shared it with us online I barely tolerate people who use posts that aren't about the new movie to complain about the new movie I draw the line at people that use, like, for example, uh, the little girls that got dressed up in the new uniforms. Uh, uh, things uh, like that. that. If that's the, the avenue where you decide you, you have to spout your, your entitled opinion about what you want, that's it. You're cut off. Like, I just I, I can't. That is so bloody tacky and paints fandom. Not just our fandom, all fandom people who join fandoms should be embarrassed by the fact that you've decided that somebody's proposal to one another is your window to type your little screed against the new movie. Don't like it. That's fine. Shut up. Uh, like, imagine if it had been done in public. Like, and really, that's yeah. what people have to remember. Imagine that, you know, they were out and about. You were walking by. He went down on one knee. Ivan Ryman came out, gave him a big hug. She said, I do. Everybody's happy. And you decide that's the time for you to go, boo, Paul yeah. Feig sucks.
1: You're the lady from Princess Bride going, boo.
2: Guess what? what? You're going to get yourself frog-marched out of there so fast. But guess what? It's the internet. So, hey, you're unaccountable. means it's up to you, kids, for the love of God. Again, going back to the cartoon. Shh. Just let people enjoy things. Okay? Now, that said, I think a lot of the reactions were far warmer uh, for for Abby and, and, uh, and Craig. And I think uh, those two crazy kids are gonna have once well life, despite the fact that you know one in every hundred uh, people online decided that they had had something they wanted to talk about that wasn't them.
1: That wasn't them, or or said something so smart ass that like you would not say that to their face. Just don't do that. Don't not do
2: that, even but... the basic social uh, awareness to go. Congratulations, you two. That's awesome. That was awesome. By the way, here's my thought about the new movie. None (laughs) of that. Not even social skills (laughs) enough to do that. Didn't even cross
1: their minds. Never. Not
2: even. And the best part is you typed it. You should have had a million moments where your brain could have stepped in and said, maybe you should just add a little something. No. (laughs) So it wasn't off the top of your head and you opened your mouth and came. out. You typed it out and your brain still didn't (sighs) intercede. So... Nope. You know what? Boo to you guys, and much love to Abby and Craig.
1: Yeah, much love to them. And and as I said in the interview, uh, Craig, Abigail, when you guys end up actually doing the marriage uh, ceremony, uh, we need to talk again. We need to talk about the Ghostbusters theme wedding. We need Throwing to be that invited. Out there.
2: We need to be invited.
1: I'm just saying. Uh, I make we'll a great run the bridesmaid. Bar.
2: Invite us out. We'll run the bar.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. We'll be the bartenders, yeah. guys. This this is perfect. It sells itself. So I <laughs> I know you have a lot of logistics to plan out. We'll we'll help
2: you there. Don't worry about this it. This is but. the best worst idea ever. <laughs> like,
1: what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh. everything, Ooh, everything. boy. Anyway, so. Anyway, on that note, uh, everybody, thanks so much for joining us this week. Lots of fun things in store in the next couple of weeks. So please, please, please stay tuned. Make sure that you're hitting up those voicemails and our Twitters and, and interacting with us because there's a lot that we want to hear from you guys on. So uh, until next week, this is Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart signing off. We'll see you on the other side. Who you gonna call?
0: Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net.
5: They used to be one of my two favorite shows.
4: You're kidding me. Oh great, what was the other one? Bassmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird.